Hello, tribe. This podcast is sponsored by Four Sigmatic. Four Sigmatic is a natural superfood company that specializes in mushroom-based drinks that benefit our immunity, energy, longevity, and keeping us healthy and enhanced in our lives. Four Sigmatic makes a wide variety of blends, including mushroom coffee, mushroom elixir, hot cacao, matcha, and superfood blends. I believe strongly in this company. I've been taking Four Sigmatic and it has changed my life. I can't even begin to start my day without a cup of Four Sigmatic in front of me. Right before I meditate or I do anything from speaking engagements to traveling to doing healing on people or just going out in the world and sharing my immense love for this planet and for everyone on it. I feel lit times 1,000. It is literally shifting the energy in my being. I'm talking firing off those synapses, kicking my body into high gear by awakening those electrons, spinning those electrons, getting my body so on point with my focus, my creativity, and my energy. One of the products that I love the most is the Lion's Mane's Coffee. Lion's Mane promotes productivity and focus, and it was known by shamans and monks who take that into their body for meditation, focus, and clarity so they can really tune in to the energies and absorb the knowledge and information that is coming to them from the spirit world. And as you know, on Ancient Wisdom Today, we like to keep it lit all day every day. And how do we do that? By creating magic. And what is magic? Magic is turning up that energy, living our truth, honoring who we are, and doing what's right for us so that we can live a beautiful, powerful, easy, playful, fun, joyous, and just the most powerful life in this now time. So if you don't have Four Sigmatic on your shelf, in your bag, in your briefcase, on the airplane with you, right before you speak, whatever it is that you do, you have to get this. Even for your kids, for your teenagers, pop it in their in their bag before they go to school. This is the drink that literally makes you think. It is powerful and it is enriched with so many powerful mushrooms. And these adaptogens are literally changing the lives of people. And remember, I've talked to you many times before in the past about mushrooms and the networking system of mushrooms when it gets into your body and just really taking your body to a whole new level. So if you're interested in learning more about this amazing company, because I just really want you to know, Tribe, that everything I share with you, I share with you from my heart because I believe in it and I see what it has done for me and my life and all of my friends and family. Go to foursigmatic.com backslash Shaman Durek, and you will get a discount code at your checkout. That's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com backslash Shaman Durek for your 15% off. I love you, tribe. I love you so much. That is the reason why I choose sponsors that are in alignment and authenticity to what this tribe is about. Staying lit, staying focused, staying driven, and changing our planet for the good. Love you. Enjoy the share. Bye. Exciting news, tribe. My book, Spirit Hacking, is now available for pre-order on Amazon. Please go check it out. Please pre-order it so that the more pre-orders we have, we can make New York Times bestseller so that we can invite and ignite and bring more people into our tribe so that they can become leaders of legacy and we can change this world for the better. I love you, tribe. Human beings have been sharing stories for hundreds of thousands of years. And with those stories came the emotional, spiritual and physical knowledge of the ancients. Shaman Durek is a third generation shaman, an evolutionary innovator and a women's empowerment leader. 
He's here to bring forth the ancient wisdom of our elders to help heal and bring happiness into our modern society. We're sharing ancient knowledge in modern times in order to put the power back in people's hands. Welcome to the tribe. Hello, beautiful tribe, and welcome to Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. And if anyone hasn't told you how much you are loved, valued, seen, and just appreciated for being on this planet, let me be the first. Because in order for us to be truly who we are, we got to feel good in our bodies, and we got to feel good in our minds, and we got to feel good in our emotions. And having an equilibrium of balance creates homeostasis. And homeostasis is the ability to be in the place of health and wellness. And I'm so happy because that's what this tribe is about. It's about listening, learning, and sharing, and caring about one another so that we can go out there and bring our dreams into fruition. And speaking of that, I have an amazing man who is with us in studio today that is all about that, is about bringing that beautiful understanding of what it means to create symbiosis within our body, to be able to create an understanding of how we balance ourselves. How do we bring that level of awareness, not just from our spiritual self, but in our physical self as well, because there's a marriage of the two. And it's so important to be able to understand how we create that balance in ourselves so we can have longevity, so we can have vitality, so that we can have this ongoing life with optimum health. And so I'm so happy because this man has created the most amazing company called Uvita that is all about bringing synergistic qualities of Ayurvedic herbs and Ayurvedic treatments to the body, right? To nourish the body in the right way so that we are able to live our life, our best life. So I'm so happy to welcome to the studio, Gunny. Thank you, Gunny. Thank you so much, uh, Shaman Durek. It was a, a pleasure and an honor to be here. I'm a huge fan of what you guys do over there and how you guys are making a positive impact on the world. Thank you so much for welcoming me. It's an absolute honor. Thank you for being here. So, so, so let's talk about like where we are right now in the health in the health model of how people are living their lives and why it was so important for you to create this company that you've created. Sure. So. I believe there, there, I have a couple of reasons why I created the company, but I, I would be more than happy to address kind of you know what you're asking as well. I believe right now we're in one of the best times for a health change and a shift in actually consciousness. I believe the old models of kind of going to a, a, a your doctor and, and getting prescribed a prescription medication and not really going deep into what's really going on, really assessing the individual as a whole and treating the individual as an individual, people are getting frustrated. People are getting frustrated by the lack of time, the lack of attention, and quite honestly, the lack of results that they're getting. You know, it's not uncommon now to see yoga studios in almost every city you go to. Some even some cities that you, you would think that, okay, well, wow, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing that I, I don't even, I can't even imagine there's a yoga studio here and yoga studios are there. Meditation centers are popping up. You know, supplements are becoming much more popular, and in more stores. And you know, the Costco's are carrying it. Uh, you know, let's let's Whole Foods is already there, but certain even generic stores are carrying it. And and more and more people are becoming aware of their health, and more and more people are taking the time to value their health. I always say I have this foundational pillars for kind of life, and I put health as the base foundation and one of the most important things to really live a fruitful um, and as you call it, you know, kind of to reach our highest potential life. Because I feel that when you do not honor health, you're not taking care of the body, not just the body, but also spiritual, mental, and physical. I just don't see how you can thrive. And a simple example is if if your audience can remember the last time they just got sick or under the weather, you know, just simply that motion, being sick does not allow you to fully function. You either are not feeling your best, your body's a little bit lethargic, or you're, you're, you're not feeling so good. So I truly feel there's a shift in, in consciousness that people are looking for more ways and more natural ways. When I say natural, I'm not saying you know you, people are looking for natural products or natural stuff. It's just people are becoming more in tune with their body and beginning to explore that, look, I do have the power. I do have the ability, and I can start to heal. And 
I think now people are finally beginning to to go within and listen to their body. If and people saying, okay, maybe I'm allergic to this food. What can I do? Should I avoid it? Let me try it. I need to maybe drink more water. I need to do some exercise. I need to share my emotions so they they're out of my body and it's not causing toxicity. And my dad is actually an Ayurvedic and naturopathic practitioner who practices in Washington State. He says a very amazing. Thing that I resonate with too. He goes, our bodies are our greatest pharmacies. Basically meaning our bodies produce everything that we need to get back into homeostasis, but also they also produce things that can take us out of homeostasis. So that's what I, that's how I feel the current state of affairs of, of health is. Now with Uveda, it kind of came from a point of view from me that I encountered the power of Ayurveda. The story goes back in 2006, I was chatting with my brother, I still remember the time at around 2.03 p.m. You know, This was back when I was a sophomore in college. My brother was a junior in high school. And back then, you know, we, we really didn't really take too much. We thought we were invincible. You know, you're super young and you don't really, you, you feel like you can bounce back from anything. And you really can. You're much more younger and you don't really care about eating too healthy or not. But you know, I was still programmed because I grew up around my dad and we still ate pretty healthy. But anytime, you know, we could go out and, and get some sweets or whatever, pizza and everything like that. I'm not saying, you know, those foods are bad, but you know, I think in, in certain quantities are good. But anyways, I was talking to him at about two or three and what happened next, uh, Shaman, is is something that you know I I, I can't even describe how much of a, of a life uh, changing event and just really sent us all into we just no, didn't know what to do. At two o seven, his best friend calls me and he says that hey, your brother has been in a car accident, and that's all I know right now. I don't know anything else. I don't know what's going on, and, and I have tried to call him. His cell phone, he's not picking up. So. Naturally, you know, the panic comes in and, and you just don't know what's going on. I try calling his cell phone and go straight to voicemail. I try calling some of the other friends that I know he hangs out with or was. They don't know. And I start heading to the scene because he's like, okay, hey, come here. But it's been blocked off because it's been a significant accident. And I start hearing on the radio that there has been a fatal crash on a very popular street in, in Washington State. And from that moment on, uh, Shaman, my stomach just fell to the ground. I, I somehow I knew that you know this wasn't good news at all, and 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 there was three cars involved, and I knew one of them could be my brother, and and I was fearing that the one car that was mentioned there was was that, and so it did end up being that you know my brother had been pronounced uh, gone at the scene. He had it was a head-on collision. The car caught on fire. And it was, you know, he was at the age of 16. I think he just literally had just received his license. Now, they say that his car had slipped, gone on the other side. It was January, Seattle, a lot of rain and all that stuff. So I think the factors were not in his favor either. So he went to the other lane, um, head on collision and kind of there. What pursued after that? Um, my body was in fight or flight mode. I mean, my my parents were just, you know, wrecked. The whole community was just. I mean, it was. It was. Uh, I still remember, you know, the, just that scene. And then after that, I don't have much recollection other than all of a sudden, you know, we're at my own younger brother's funeral. I am pushing the button to get his, you know, to kind of do the cremation, and kind of to take it to where 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 I was going is that when this happened, the advice that I received was be strong, be strong for your family. And I took that advice to mean hold on to my emotions. I have to be strong in front of my parents. I have to be strong in front of my friends. I have to be strong in front of my other cousins. And I'll tell you, Shaman, that is honestly the worst advice that I interpreted. I'm not saying the other people gave me the wrong advice. I interpreted wrong. They were they were well intentioned. But when you go against your own grieving process, again, kind of coming back to how you, we we begin to listen to our natural you know, ability, I suppressed the emotions. I didn't let myself feel. I didn't cry. I didn't show I wanted to cry. I would cry, you know, in in a corner by myself. But that still wasn't healthy because. I would not cry when I wanted to cry because I was in front of others. Right. And what started happening was I got deep PTSD, went into deep depression, went into anxiety. Luckily, my dad, you know, being the practitioner, he he diagnosed me right away. I mean, he's he he he's been doing this for 35 years, so he knows and, and you know, he's been treating people with Ayurveda and naturopathy. So he knows. 
So six months later from the accident, when I wanted to move on, all these emotions went under. I mean, I'm talking like deep suicidal thoughts, uh, anxiety, 24-7 anxiety. Like there's just, there was nothing else I could focus on. Nothing else I could focus on besides the overwhelming uh, panic attacks, the, the anxiety, the deep depression. You, it's kind of like you know, when, when you hear people say, I didn't want to get out of bed, that was my actual life. Uh, it was tough to finish school. I had to drop out of school because I couldn't focus. So my dad came up to me and he said, look, you know, I mean, it's, it's clear you're, you're going through PTSD uh, it's, and it's obviously related to your brother. And he says, I've written five prescriptions, medications for anti-anxiety, anti-depression in my whole 35 years of practice. And he goes, I don't intend my son to be the sixth one. And he goes, by the way, three of those five, the patients wanted it. And so, you know, I, I had to kind of wanted to I listen to them. And he goes, this is what you're going to do. We're going to first teach you how to properly grieve. We're going to teach you how to actually welcome your emotions and be one with them. We're going to change your diet and we're going to introduce some of these exercises, yoga, meditation, and here are the herbs that you need to take. And Sean, within 30 to 45 days, my body naturally went back into a balance. I was, I was able to accept what happened. And I was in a better place emotionally than I was there. I mean, the, the depression lifted, the anxiety lifted. And do I, you know, when I think of him and when the date comes, do I get emotional? Of course, you know, we're all human beings, but it doesn't stop me from living life like it did there. And if I experienced this, I wanted to share it with the rest of the world because I know people need it. And that's kind of the reason why Uveda was created. Wow. First of all, let me just take a moment to just kind of breathe and take in everything, you know, was so powerful. And I know the tribe that's listening is um, definitely captivated into your words and the emotions and everything that you went through. And first thing I just want to say is, you know, the courage that you have to, to be able to move through all of that. You know, even though the process of you holding on to those emotions, there still was the process of that's what you needed to go through in order to adapt to what happened. And then having your father be this amazing source of healing and intellect to come in and then support you in the way that would allow you to be able to transition from that place of grieving, of holding on to those emotions and, and creating stagnant energy within your body to allowing the flow to happen so that you're able to really step back into yourself in a, a more a more direct and more loving way. So I just want to commend you, you know, on on that on that triumph and also in that space of vulnerability and that space of, you know, acknowledging, you know, everything that you went through with your loss. You know, these being and I think it's important and I, and I love the factor of, you know, acknowledging how, you know, a lot of people in the world are creating stagnation in themselves, you know, and we were talking about the model of health and we're talking about the understanding of how, how the allopathic medical system uh, delineates itself from the responsibility of acknowledging the source of the problem versus only focusing on the symptom. And that symptom is how humans have been operating in every aspect of their life, from psychology to, to you know, to the biological system. You know, the idea of focusing on a symptom is not really dealing with the source, and therefore, then it just means that it's just going to be a reoccurring factor. And it's unfortunate that it's still in that very barbaric state, and that's why I have a lot of respect for Ayur, um, Ayurveda. And a lot of respect for what your what your company does and what you create for the world, because it's really about creating synergy and the body. And in shamanism, you know, we operate from the mentality that it's not just the illness in your body. The illness is just your body's way of saying, "Hey, there's an imbalance in your synthesis." But we look at the synthesis both in the spiritual, the mental, the emotional, and the physical. And what we do is we create a collaborative understanding of both that all signals are not just based upon genetic coding. It's also based upon the idea of environmental pollutions, food that you're eating, stress that you're dealing with, conversations that you're involved in, your environment, your home life, your sex life. Everything is a contributing factor to these stress markers which generate dis-ease. And so, you know, in shamanism, we look at synthesis as a huge component that's missing from the allopathic medical world. And really, one of the, the closest things that I think 
at this time in our evolution that actually in, in, in embraces that or looks at that is Ayurveda. And so, you know, being able to understand that, like, even just as you were saying, holding on to your emotions in shamanism, which we, we see that as an unhealthy pattern because holding on to emotions that we look at everything in, in, in conception to uh, looking at it from the understanding of nature, right? If the oceans Correct. held on to its wave, if the rain did not rain, if the rivers did not run, we would all die, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, so I, I'm, I just wanted to let you know how honored I am to one, be here with you in the share today and also just to hear your story has brought such a, a deepening in my heart and, and, and a greater profound love for you as well. Oh, thank you. Thank um, you so much. I already loved you, but now this you just got, <laughs> you just got enhanced um, you know, to another level because of how important it is for the world and, and um, to hear that and also the transparency that you were willing to um, bring forth. So, you know, you were talking about, you know, the world and, and where people are in the healthcare field as far as health and wellness and so forth. And you were saying that how people are waking up and caring more about their bodies and all of that, which I believe is true. However, there is a part that I believe that human beings could even enhance even more, which is that there is a lot of stuff out there on the market. There is a lot of stuff that's out there that people are buying that are not good for their system. Correct. And so what are your thoughts about that? So... Uh, see, I, I and and thank you, Shaman, so much. You know, what I mean, I the love is mutual. You know, I love what you guys are doing as well. And believe me, the honor is all mine. I mean, what you guys have done and what continue to do is is absolutely beautiful. And and I see how you're changing lives every day as well. So, to answer your question, I think we live. You know, in in the U.S., I feel it's a heavily marketed world. You know, no matter where you go, you step on the street, you you you're on the internet, you're you're anywhere, you're heavily marketed to. And people people outside feel like this is this is the next best thing and this is what's gonna make you feel better. And I think you're you're right. There is an aspect of people that are willing to go within and and make the change. But again, sometimes shaman, like even my change took me 30 to 45 days. Now if you were to ask me, oh, were you were you patient and, and did you know? No, the first five to ten days I experienced nothing. In fact, sometimes I felt like I was getting worse. But and and I but what made me keep going was I was sick and tired of feeling sick and tired. And I knew that I was like, well, you know, other people have gone through this. Why can't, if they've done it, why can't I do it? I'm a human. They, they, they're humans. I mean, we, we all, we kind of, at the end of the day, we're all the same. We all have the same needs generally. And, and the emotionally, we were all, we're all, you know, kind of programmed to feel and, and do the same motion. So my why was bigger, but to answer what you're saying, I feel that there is a part of the population that yes, they're willing to kind of go within, but it does take slightly longer. I'm not saying it takes forever. But then there's the other population that wants to pop in a pill or do the next diet and do this. What I would say to that population is there's no harm in trying because I don't want them to re regret not trying. But I feel from an individual level, those people need to really understand, first understand who you are and figure out your why. Why Why do you want to lose that extra weight? Is it to feel better or is it to impress other people or is it to get approval? Why do you, why do you need to be on this uh, prescription medication? Okay, did the doctor advise? Okay, if they did, fine. But if you're not happy with the results, you know, see what you can do and slowly get off. And what I would tell the people is... Try it out, but realize at the end of the day, everything is about creating balance in your life. And as, as Shaman, you were saying, you know, you mentioned so many aspects that I completely agree with. I would say that based on that, you need to really understand once you start, you know, maybe taking that that supplement or that pill, really understand how how you feel and and kind of the balance that you're trying to achieve. Can it be achieved using your own body's intelligence or or, or do you need that external external thing to feel better. So that's kind of how I would assess it is from an individual level, really understand why. And once you discover your why, it's kind of easy to say no to many other things. Yeah, I understand that. But I think also too, that there's a greater responsibility. You know, I feel like, you know, I think that we've become a culture where we've been, how do I say, coddled way too long. 
And I yes. think that, you know, you know, it's one thing to to just go out and just take whatever that's out there, but to have to, to do your due diligence on the company and which you're taking from is so important. And I feel like a lot of people will just listen to whatever celebrities say, oh, that celebrity says I should be taking that vitamin or taking that supplement or taking this. And then they go ahead and do it. And then they get they, they don't get the same results that they heard that the celebrity had or that, you know, that public figure or that person who has really amazing photographs on Instagram that shows that they have this amazing, fabulous life and that they're doing all all of these things. And that's not a reason for them to embark on engaging their body with something that may not be for them or could have an adverse reaction. So I think doing due diligence on the company, where what they how did how do they make their 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 herbs, how do they where they source it from, like all of this is so Correct. important. And I think the coddling aspect, you know, this coddling um, that humanity is constantly um, engaging in is really kind of like, I really feel is making people very codependent and not very educated. I think that the education of knowing what you're putting in your body and why and understanding, you know, how it's benefiting your life. Like if you're a person, for instance, you know, and this is a perfect example, you make a product called Mood. And right. your your product for mood is to help stabilize and bring balance and harmony to people who have you know go through these very highs and lows in their emotions and and why wouldn't they be going through highs and lows in their emotions because of look at the world we're living in today we're at a very tumultuous time in our evolution that's about sparking new ideas and new innovations and also changing concepts and building new structures there's going to be a lot of turbulence and in that turbulence we do need to have something that helps us to move through that period and so mood is a wonderful wonderful product that you've created to a in that. Again, people who don't do these things for themselves go around complaining and being agitated about everything that's going on, but they're not really doing what they need to do. You know, and that's a lot Correct. of reasons why I created Ancient Wisdom Today podcast is to be able to give people a source of intellect that is different from what's being projected out there from the very commercial and social media world of health and wellness and spirituality and all of this stuff, but to really bring about a real healthy conversation that is engaging and offering people a chance to think independently on their own. Do you feel that people are not taking that social responsibility because I don't feel that people are really taking the social responsibility to bringing that fullness of saying like, I do have up and downs in my emotions. And instead of me lashing out at people, judging them, condemning them and looking for the bad, the big bad ugly, I could easily go to Eureka and, and, and get mood and, and, and shift that myself out of that, out of that space. What are your thoughts on that? So I I see again a kind of a split in the, in the population. I mean a lot of a lot of our customers that are on mood, and and I want to really compliment you kind of earlier what you said is absolutely that due diligence is super critical and super important. My basic fundamental is I, I just I we we had uh, you know we. Are, we just had a baby. He's about to turn three months on the 14th. And my thank you so much. And my fundamental and my wife's fundamental is if the products that we're creating are not safe enough to consume while my wife is breastfeeding, and you know, if if whatever's going in her body is gonna eventually go to my son as well. If if it's not safe enough for that, then why create it? It has to be not only safe, it has to be effective, but it also has to be genuine. And, and like you said, I've been, I've been in the dietary supplement industry for 10 plus years, you know, 10, about fif- yeah, 15 if I, if I go with some of the internships that I did earlier. So I know where the best people that, that package it, that do it under FDA, GMP guidelines. We work with contracted farmers back in India that work with the indigenous populations in certain parts of India that grow the herbs as mother nature intended. Now, let me define what mother nature intended means. Certain herbs and certain plants only grow in certain geographic areas at certain times. And the point of picking those or harvesting those is so you get the highest active constituents and you honor mother nature. If certain ashwagandha is only going to yield certain time in, let's say, September onward, that's the one we want to take because that's when mother nature is doing her best job in producing that. So that's just to touch base on kind of how much we value the supply chain and how much we value the ethics and how we kind of 
Basically, anybody that participates in buying Uvedas is also helping uh, the indigenous people back in India kind of create their own economy. And not only that, we're also educating them on how to how to properly grow the herbs. Now, to address your question, Shaman, I would say some of our population that is buying our products, they kind of have reached that frustration point where they're like, you know, I'm sick of feeling like this. I'm sick of lashing out. And I want to take this first step. Um, but a lot of times they say, okay, I want to take this first step because... My so-and-so tried it or I heard about it from here. And that's kind of where we're getting. But then, of course, we get a lot of people that are very lost. And they're not, as you said, taking the social responsibility to really say, okay, look, I believe I can make a change. This looks interesting. Let me explore it. They, they feel more lost. And I think it may be operating out of fear. And I'd love to get your feedback on that as well, that maybe they are scared or fearful of change or you know, maybe they're they're scared of putting something in in their body that sometimes you know it, dietary supplements don't always get the, the the best you know press cover. Sometimes you know they're uh, they're they're okay. Heavy metals are found and all that stuff. And yes, is, does that exist? Yes, I'm not going to lie to you guys. It is, but those I feel are companies that don't truly care about the individuals or the people. Their mission is simply to make money. The companies. And I know many companies, many companies are good, good friends of mine in this industry that care about not only how the herbs are grown, where they're grown, they take care of their people, they, they have the best customer service, and they produce the best products on earth. They truly care about their mission and their vision. And that's what makes the best products. And so I would say, to me, a lot of our customers are kind of at that point where they're frustrated and they want to try it. But then some of them, I feel, are lost. And I suspect intuitively that it's, it's an operation out of fear. But you know, we've been programmed by a system that tells us that, you know, eating food, like, you know, I remember growing up as a kid and it, the commercials that used to come on all the time was milk does a body good, you know, Correct. pass it on. And Correct. it was like this program. And so I would go around telling my friends, like, you know, milk does a body good. You know, do I think people ultimately want to be healthy? Absolutely. But do I think people are in what we call a state of stubbornness because they feel like their power has been so many, uh, their power has been aggressively attacked by so many propaganda and media um, output and you know constant you know berating of you know this is the thing to take this is the thing you should do now this this one now this is the new hot thing now Correct. this is the thing and this thing and it becomes overly saturated that the brain and the emotions can't make sense of it so then people decide not to do anything Correct. and it becomes i call it this very i call it the, the null and void moment which is basically mm. how human humans act against themselves because they're overloaded so instead of like moving out of that state of overload, they just decide to do nothing and they just sabotage themselves completely by saying, you know what, forget it. I don't want to have any part of it whatsoever. You know, and then a lot of that comes from the need to get one's power back, the need to feel that their power has been constantly thwarted, not because they don't have power, but because they feel like they've been bombarded with so many aggressive energies coming at them on top of the aggressive energies that they're getting from their government and the energies they're getting in their, in their friends and the people around them and the news and all of these things. And so you know, one of the things that I'm always an advocate for is really getting people to get into a space. That's why I always tell people meditation, yoga, shamanic, you know, um, um, engagement, anything that's going to help to clear that, uh, I call it junkery out of Absolutely. their system. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? And be able to get them back into a place where they can actually start to function as a human being and then start making smart choices for themselves. And what I always look for in anything when it comes to making choices on anything is I always look for companies that are operating on a very mom-pop scale. You know, that are, that are starting out, they're not like this huge, huge conglomerate corporation, you know, but they're starting out and they're, they're, they're catering to their, to their small group of people that are, that are getting involved in what they're creating, which is very mom and pop, you know, uh, business. And that shows a great deal of integrity because if they can hold integrity for those small groups of people, then, then they can excel and excel and excel and hold integrity for other bigger and larger groups of people, which I think is really important when we're dealing with, you know, um, really sourcing an understanding of, of what we're dealing with, because it's one thing that I cannot stand is going in. And that's why I love living in Europe, because I live in Europe and there's less products on the shelf. Whereas I'm here in the States, I go to right. a, super, a supermarket and I look at everything and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. This is mass <laughs> overload. 
you know? And so right. it's nice to be able to, to be able to have someone say, this is something that's great. The company's great. There's a, it's a mom and pop type company. It's a family behind it. So that's even great because any kind of family business shows a lot, a lot of integrity and a lot of love and a lot of care for not just the family, but also for the family, you know, creating and generating something that's greater for the community because they love their family. They're going to want to bring love into other people's family. So that shows a reflection. And then of course, being able to um, have the knowledge of where it's sourced, how they're, you know, how it's done, you know, having people who have a very, uh, uh, you know, acute understanding of bringing stuff that is organically and, and, and safe and also it supports the environment as well. So it's a win-win for on all sides is very important. And I think summing it down to that, and that's one of the reasons why I was really happy uh, partnering with you as far as you um, being one of the sponsors for Ancient Wisdom Today podcast, and also you know being able to share this with the tribe, because I really believe in what you're doing, and I believe in what your family is doing, and bringing to bring that forth. So that's why I feel... where That's my thoughts when it comes to uh, what, why people are not operating in that, in that field of intention. And now that being said, you know, we have to also look at the precursor, which is the fact that a lot of people are still not there yet when it comes to health and wellness. They're still eating processed food. They're still, you know, uh, polluting their bodies and, and with people having conversations with them that are causing anxiety because they're listening to, you know, very doldry, very doomsday, very, you know, negative this and negative that conversations, which is affecting their, their neurological system, which is affecting the way their body sympathetic nervous system is operating and therefore causing stress and causing raising cortisol and causing them to, to have that very um, uncomfortable feeling when it comes to their emotional uh, sensitivities and how they're, how they're operating in that field. So, you know, what, I wanted to kind of go over, you know, that being said, I would like for you to share with the tribe, you know, what you offer in your assortment and your variety of beautiful, you know, medicine, which is basically what it is. Sure. Yeah, no problem. So in, in Uveda, we, we kind of looked at what were some of the most common things or issues that people were having issues with. And in Ayurveda, it's it's very well known that there is, and now it's, it's interesting, now there's documented research being done by very famous universities and even lots of peer-reviewed articles about the importance of the gut-mind connection. So we knew that we had to make something to help support the mind, uh, the mind in thinking clearly, to support the emotions. So we have something called My Healthy Mood, which is also one of our best sellers. But then we also realized that the mind alone, without the gut being important, again, like you, as you were mentioning, Shaman, is is how important it is what we in, what we take in. Because you know you've read the things our bodies, our temple, treat it, treat it very well. It's so true. And I find it sometimes when I'm traveling, and unfortunately, maybe the healthy option is not there. You have to sometimes go and and take the stuff that you don't want to take, and you feel it in your body. Your body tells you. And I would like to just tell the tribe is that anytime you're trying to figure out if some kind of food is good or not, my dad has a very nice uh, phrase. He says that if food is left on the ground and the bugs don't want to eat it, then I don't want to eat it either. And you got to think about that. What he's talking about is really is, is much more going into that unnatural state, that, that process state. It, it's something outside of us. So that's why we kind of we also created along with mood, we created my healthy digestion to address to help people, you know, first and foremost, a simple thing to help become regular, support the liver detoxification, really help people in their digestion, a lot of things that people struggle with. So we tackled mood and digestion first and foremost. But then we also looked at immunity. Many people have weak immune systems. Systems because of the stress and because of the diet. So we also created My Healthy Immunity. And then we created one for joints. You know, people do a lot of movement. There's a lot of joint issues as well. It helps uh, support inflammation. And so we created that. That has some of the main herbs in there are curcumin and boswellia, which are amazing uh, support for inflammation. And then we created an overall body wellness. So just to kind of rephrase, we have one for mood, digestion, joints, immunity and body. And our our most popular one, of course, is mood, but people like to pair it with digestion as well. I, I take the mood and digestion uh, just because you know I 
feel, you know, of course, running a business and also being involved in just the operations of daily day, I, it really helps me uh, stay focused, stay calm, and I'm able to just, I just feel better with mood. Do I need to take it every day? No. Some days I skip and I'm totally fine. But then one that I really like to take is, is digestion. It just, I just feel better. You know, I know that at the end of the day, I take it in the evening. So in the morning, it's kind of a, it, it really helps support regular bowels. And so that's kind of the offerings that we have currently. And we are working uh, to offer more and more towards the pre and postnatal, which is coming out later in 19. We're going to come out with essential oils. And then we're going to be formulas as well. With, of course, you know, me having a three-month-old now, I, I felt like it really makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. I think pre and postnatal is very important. I'm really glad that you're actually creating and developing that and engaging in that to bring that forth. Not only is is, is so in Ayurveda, they also call it the second mind. They in Ayurveda it stresses that there is another mind that fun, you know functions as a mind that that's sitting in the gut. And and by the way, a lot of the the emotions, the feel good emotions, the serotonin, a lot of that is produced there. Or even you know certain f- feelings of fear or anger are produced there. So it's equally as important to nourish what you take in. I mean, food is thy medicine is also a phrase in in um, Ayurveda, and I truly believe in that. And what you're doing is is wonderful, uh, Shaman. All of these things are either constricting blood flow or allowing blood flow, allowing a movement or, or constricting movement. As I call it, the constipated spirit, right? <laughs> the constipated mind, right. constipated spirit, constipated emotions. It means you're going to have a constipated body. And that's when, we're, that's when people start creating all kinds of illnesses and bacteria and viruses and, um, and autoimmune diseases and so forth because the body cannot sustain any type of restriction for long periods of time. Mm. You know, taking these types of things into the body, keeping good gut, gut health, keeping good structure in your bones, keeping a healthy attitude emotionally, you know, are really good factors. I mean, I honestly, I feel that um, that's how you really fine tune your instrument is to be able to, to, to really to focus on, you know, all of those different parts of your systems, your structural, your internal, your emotional, your stomach, your gut health, you know, all of these different things as well. When it comes to telling them about supplements and taking things, people have this adverse um, reaction emotionally to taking pills uh, <laughs> or taking like, you know, a pill form, you know, you know swallowing a bunch of pills at one time. You know, what are your thoughts about that? Yeah, no, that that's a wonderful question. It comes up a lot. So I think first and foremost, people need to have this relationship that supplements are first and foremost, just that they, they're there to supplement maybe the nutrition deficiencies that we're not able to get every day. And what I mean by that is, you know, it's it's very hard to get all those nutrients from the foods we eat. Sometimes we we're able to, sometimes we're not, and that's why the supplements are there. Now I understand there's a lot of people that come to us and say, okay, there's. So what we've actually done is we've taken the guesswork out. A lot of times in supplementation and Ayurveda, people are like, okay, I need to take this, this, and this, and this, and this. We work with our doctors that combined have forty years of clinical experience. These guys still practice. They 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 know what they're doing. They they treated patients, their own patients, using a variety of the herbs and biotics and the multis that we use. So we've made it not only very convenient, but we've taken the guesswork out of it. If we're giving you something for your mood, that's the best ingredients for your mood that are synergistic, that balance. Again, Ayurveda, the herbs have to balance with the multi, the multi has to balance with the fish oil and, 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 and other things like that and the probiotic. So we yes, there are a few capsules and, and, and pills in some of the packets. But what we always tell people is, as long as you consume them throughout the day, you don't have to take them all at once. So what I always ask is, as long as you can consume the, the, the pills or the, or the supplements throughout the day, that's, that's okay. And that's fine. You don't need to take them all at once or two here or one. But still, that doesn't work. If you don't mind, and I've, I've seen people do this, I've done it myself, you can open the capsule and sprinkle it onto your food. You're supposed to take it with food anyway, so it works out better that way. I've also seen people open up the capsules and put it in their smoothie. That's also fine. I mean, I grew up in a, in a house where you know supplements were, were kind of the norm, and so I don't have an issue, but I completely respect and empathize for people that you know it's, it's a little challenging. And that's the advice that we give is if it's too much, break it out throughout the day, or if it's still too much, open up the capsule and you can sprinkle it on your food and you still get the same uh, benefits. 
And that's something that's really important that people I really think they have to understand is that food that you eat today is not the same that it was in the 20s. No. Or in the 30s. Or in the 40s. No, it, not even... You want to speak on that? Yeah, not even back in India, Shaman, I'll tell you, like... Some of the herbs where we get them are grown in... So I'm talking about uh, northern India, you know, north closer to the Himalayas. And I, with my family, you know, my mom's side is from India, so we would go there frequently. I've seen the change in diet within 10 years that is so dramatic that I can't even tell you. Traditional ways of eating, traditional ways of preparing, traditional ways of eating within the seasons and honoring the seasons has completely gone out the door. It's mass production. It's more fast food oriented. Even so, I'm talking the you know the main cities, which is where my mom's side is. But then when we go to the northern Himalayas, where some of the traditions are still honored, and where some of the herbs are also grown, because it's a very environmentally you know it's it's very clean compared to like a city like New Delhi or or even northern um, you know certain parts of of Punjab where I'm from is I've seen changes in, in those cultures as well. And I think I've seen changes to, 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 to make their, their lives easier with technology. Of course, they, 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 they want to speed up the harvest or they want to do this or they want to mass produce. So it's, it's absolutely true. I see, this, I see it with the size of, of, of the people. You know, the, the people, a lot more were, were lean and then now a lot more people are carrying eating later, carrying more un- unhealthy weight. Um, also, you know, getting more prone to diabetic uh, earlier. And, and it's just, it's, it's interesting to me to see how much of a change in diet that when I go back and visit India and even in the certain um, villages where you, where you think that, you know, they wouldn't be so kind of, they, they'd block themselves, but that's not true. And so I agree with you. It's, it's very different. You know, because you're, you're, you know, if you look at even in Ayurvedic culture uh, and Ayurvedic, you know, philosophy and understanding um, in the culture of it all, you know, your body um, is going to slow down as it gets time for you to go to sleep. Right. You know, and when people, the reason why people put a lot of weight on in their body and the reason why they put a lot of, you know, a lot of stress on their body is because they snack in the nighttime. Absolutely. And they, Know, and they they binge eat at nighttime, or they go to late night dinners with friends at like ten, eleven o'clock. Well, I mean, then you're going to go to bed, and that your body wants to go into a fasting state so that it can fix all the other repair all the other aspects of your body, such as your your veins or the certain cells or certain areas where your body has so much bacteria or poisons and things like that. It wants to clean that out, clean out your lymphatic system, dump your limbic stem, and get all that stuff out of there so you can have a whole fresh operating system. And if you are eating piling on all this food because you're not getting what you need and you feel that you have to eat at nighttime because maybe you're watching a movie or you're out with friends at dinner, your body has to focus on digesting all of that. Um, And then it, it cannot do what it's supposed to do, which is to basically maintain your operating system. So it's it's really interesting how you know a lot of the obesity that we see and a lot of the health problems that we see when it comes to inflammation of the body and all of the, and people having difficulty in their digestive systems and all this type of stuff is very generally connected to um, the time frames in which they eat right. and how they you know how they how they bring you know um, nutrients into their system because I mean. You know, you don't need to eat a steak <laughs> at ten o'clock at night. It's just ridiculous. No, and, and and I'll add to that is like, also if you go if you if you if you know how the body works, your cortisol is the highest in the morning, right? It, it, it makes sense. You, you're gonna get up. It tells your body, you know, cortisol is a stress hormone, right? I mean, it needs to be higher yeah. in the morning because it, you you get up, you start the day. But throughout the day, cortisol naturally should decrease, decrease, decrease. That's why. When you have your last meal too late, the cortisol is not there to also assist you. In Ayurveda, it says that the heaviest meal should be between 12 p.m. and 2 p.m. Because that is when your agni, the digestive fire, the digestive fire called agni is the highest, which will help you break down the food and also give you the proper energy. Which also means that breakfast does not need to be your heaviest. Breakfast can be, you know, somewhat light and whatever you like, but dinner should then definitely be your lightest because, as you said, shaman, you're going into a fast. 
And that's why they call it the, the meal in the morning, break fast. You're breaking the fast that when you went into bed. And so it, it's, there's a science behind it. There's a whole biology behind why. And even in Ayurveda, they stress, I know this is hard for a lot of people. It is sometimes even hard for me is ideally you should have dinner by 6 or 7 p.m. Now, sometimes that is achievable. Sometimes it's not. Life gets in the way. But we try to wrap up dinner by 7 p.m. And, you know, if, if, if the little trick is that I do is that what prevents me from wanting to eat again or, or get a snack, as you were mentioning, Shaman, is I'll, if after I'm done eating dinner, I'll go and brush my teeth. To me, brushing my teeth is kind of like, okay, you know, I've brushed my teeth. I don't want to get my, it's ready for bed. I'll, it'll kind of consciously prevent me from eating something. And then if I do have the crave, I'll just drink water or, or tea or, or something like that. So that's, that also supports exactly what you're saying. And it's, it's so interesting for me to, to, to learn the, the synergies between what you're saying in shamanism and Ayurveda. Yeah, you know, it's, it's very interesting. You know, for me, I live a very OMAD lifestyle. So I eat one meal a day. And the time that I eat is in the, between the times of 12 and 2 o'clock every wow. day. And I, that's when I pour <laughs> all my get all my calorie intakes and everything. And then I'm fasting from after that, after digestive, I'm fasting all the way into the next afternoon of the next day. And in that period, sometimes what I'll do is I'll throw on some avocados or so it gives me my healthy fats. I'll throw some MTC oil um, to give me my fats and then lots of water and lots of teas that that are good for me. And I, you know what, I, I have so much energy, right. you know, I travel around the world, I'm speaking, I'm doing television, I'm doing, you know, podcasts, I'm meeting and greeting, I'm doing workshops and whatever. And I, my fire is, is lit, <laughs> you right. know, and, you know, and I, and I feel great in my body as well too. And the thing is, is what I find in, in culture is that we, people are, are such, you know, victims of the habitual programs which is like everybody sits at the dinner table at eight, nine o'clock, seven o'clock, eat their food. But you know, people now make good, you know, they, they convince themselves that their most important factor in their life is their job or going out with their friends or whatever. So they don't consider that, you know, you, you have a job, you have your friends, you have your this, but you should make a strong structure to eat before seven o'clock. So that way your body is getting what it needs because what's more important, your job or your friends or your health, you know? And right. I think that there has to be a, a certain awakening in human consciousness to stop sitting at the dinner table at nine and 10 o'clock at restaurants. You know, restaurants need to be opening and being done by a certain time. And if you're going to be doing that, you know, if people feel like they need to do that, that's fine. I'm not here to be like the, the I'm the police officer and saying every restaurant should close their door by eight o'clock. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that we have to start becoming a conscious community of individuals that are thriving for health and wellness on our planet in a way that supports the evolution and the and, and the continuation of our species on this planet. And and one of that one of those ways is to really start being in self-care is not just about getting massages and hitting a spa day or getting a mani-pedi and you know and getting your hair did Correct. it's about being able to understand how your body regulates itself so that you can be the preventative medicine in the way your self-care is set up Beautifully said. I mean, I, I couldn't have said it any better. I mean, and I think what you're talking about with the restaurants is much more of if that becomes a daily lifestyle. I, I, I don't think, like you said, you cannot support that long term on a daily basis. I mean, it's just you're going up, you're going against your 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 body's natural rhythm. I mean, if you think about it, before lights were invented, you know, the the, the invention of the light, we would wake up and go to sleep with the sun. That was the only light. And and your body was used to that. Your body knows when to wake up, wakes up with the sun and kind of starts getting ready for bed when, when the sunlight goes down. Now, you know, we have, we're not only is there obviously light, but there we have our devices um, and, and our devices keep us busy and, and, you know, technology is amazing. You know, first and foremost, it's great. It's, it's a form of consciousness evolving. But I think, again, it's about what you're talking about, Shaman, and what Ayurveda stresses is about balance and really listening to one's own body. Your body tells you so much. When I was going through what I did after my brother, my body was telling me so much. Um, it, was, it was my own awareness that came eventually that I understood what it, I needed to do. And I think people need to start listening. If you have some, some kind of you know, issues with the body, you're not feeling as healthy, Really take the time, as you were saying, Shamanji, and I think it's really important that the really the quiet, reflective time to really understand what's going on, and and a lot of stuff is brought to awareness in the quiet time. 
Absolutely. You know, when I was, I went through 10 years of dialysis, being pumped with all kinds of things, and then had my kidney transplant. And, you know, after all of that experience of being on dialysis and then going that and having a kidney transplant, I took a 45 day fast of just keeping myself on my, keeping my body on the most healthiest juices, you know, that are available that were not so sugar based. And it, it rebooted my whole entire system. And then after doing that, I went into just eating food that was right for my body type and right for like, you know, eating right. the most healthiest foods to, to really just create a different networking system for my body from what it went through, through all of that archaic stuff that my body had to go through in order to stay, sustain life and be on this planet and keep doing what I'm here to do. And I think that if we don't put the health um, power in our hands, right? Absolutely. I mean, like, Right, absolutely, right? and we have to start engaging ourselves in that relationship of our own body, of our own health, of our own mind, and 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 really bringing that into ourselves. And I and I think that's what is so important intrinsically for us to be able to thrive as as a human species is to stop being codependent and start being independent in our healthcare um, module. For absolutely, our, and which is why I always stress to me, in my my opinion. In my experience, health is the most important fundamental for me. I value health over anything because if I'm not healthy, I cannot be on this amazing podcast with you. I cannot serve and help people. I cannot be there for my family. And 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 you know that analogy that people use is when they say in the plane, put the mask on you first before you assist others. It makes sense. You need to be active and, and be able to breathe when something happens before you can help others. And it's the same thing. You need to be healthy. And I think there's, there's a whole other topic we could go into, Shaman, is a lot of people feel guilty that, no, no, I, if I'm taking care of myself, I'm not able to... to I'm, I'm avoiding others. And I, I don't agree with that. You being a healthy, vibrant individual is going to not only show people what they can be, but also you are there present to take care of so many more people and encourage them and really help with you being healthy and you being a model of health. It starts there. Absolutely. I always say the best, the best way to change someone's life is through show of example. Absolutely. Absolutely. Couldn't agree with you more. So I'm so happy to have you today in, in, in today's share. It's, this has been amazing. I'm so thrilled. This is great. Thank you so much, Shaman. It's been a pleasure. I mean, I think me and you could probably sit here for four or five more hours. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We could. Absolutely. We could. Definitely. I, um, so how can people... So I know that we have, we have a setup where people can go and, and get involved with with your product, I think is a. Can you go ahead and, and let them know about that? Sure. And I think it's a code called Shaman Durek or something that they yes. can use. Yes. So for anybody that's interested in checking out the company, it's at uveda.com. So y o u v e d a dot com, uh, and then you can do slash shaman. We have a special uh, discount code for for the tribe going on, and there is no expiration on this code as long as you guys are part of the tribe and 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 listening to. Uh, the amazing podcast by Shaman. You guys get it. Uh, you can also check us out on Instagram at underscore Uveda. Um, and of course, on our website, on our Facebook page. Um, so yeah, we're, we're, we're there. And you guys, if there's any question that your tribe has, um, they need to reach us by phone, chat, text, Instagram direct message. The whole team is evangel evangelical about helping people. And even if people want to reach me, you guys can drop an email at customer service at Uveda and I'll be connected. And sometimes, you know, I also answer the phone just because I love to, to hear from you know people that are that are new to this or that are taking it so I'm more than happy to help out you can just ask for me or the other team is also very well trained but we want to make sure that we're doing the right thing for you and that's what we stand for to me I always share that I the reason for my reason for getting up every morning is so I can read more of those emails or those direct messages or, or just hear from teammates about how what we're doing is really helping people and changing people's lives. And I would just like to encourage your, your tribe to go and read some of the testimonials. Those are from actual users of how they've been positively impacted. And that's what gets us up and out of bed every morning is just so we can help more and more people. Yes, 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 yes. 
Thank you so much for being with us in today's share. I love you so much. And I'm so, so grateful for your presence on this planet. Thank you so much, Shaman. We love you guys and love you too. Uh, we haven't met, but I, I am passing a virtual huge hug to you, my friend. And I cannot wait to meet you um, and, and the whole team there. And thank you for all you guys too. If it wasn't for your platform, you know, we wouldn't get we wouldn't get to be here. So thank you so much. Uh, keep doing what you what you're doing. I love it. And we love your guys' team. And, and I just want to tell all the tribe out there that I, I, in my opinion, I don't think there's a much greater gift than the gift of health. And you guys should really um, you know, put health as, as a real cornerstone for, for be, really being able to enjoy full life. Because a healthy individual is one that can truly serve and help the planet. Yes, it sure can. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Shaman. Thank you. It was an absolute honor and pleasure to be here. Absolutely. Okay, try. How is that? Uh, do you feel that? Do you feel how health is wealth, right? It's the most amazing source of that you need to have more so than your car, your home or anything. It won't matter of, of any of these things you have if you don't have health and wellness in your life. And health and wellness is the key, right? To open the door and unlock possibility. And so we are operating in that space here on earth to bring the awareness of health as a main functioning in how we live our lives and how we co-adapt on this planet with everything that is so beautiful about being alive on earth at this time. And it's so wonderful to, to have such an amazing guest in our share today. So please, when you get a chance, go check out this amazing company, you know, sign up, get on board, get into that health and wellness space, use the code. That's what it's there for, for the tribe. And for those of you who aren't following me yet, you can follow me at Shaman Dirk on Instagram. Want to level yourself up, check out and leave yourself, um, get into our newsletter. You can find that at shamandirk.com. And remember, ignite to invite. Remember, you ignite lives when you invite them to Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. That's the greatest gift you could give more so than buying anyone anything is to give them the gift of wisdom. I love you all so much and remember how powerful you are and that there's no one like you in this world. And I love you. Till next time. Bye. <laughs>